Hey, this is Jimbo for Two Shots on a Barrel, and I'm hanging out with my buddy, J-Bo. What's going on, buddy? Well, listen, I, I figured it was time that we uh, tell everybody how much we appreciate uh, you guys listening to Two Shots on a Barrel. We would appreciate also, J-Bo, if they would go out and review the show, give us some good constructive criticism. But honestly, J-Bo, we like five stars and just really good really good comments that's right and if you could avoid doing it when you're really drunk that would be a very helpful uh, situation you left a review for me on a page and obviously you were 10 past where you should have been leaving that review but uh, yeah just even if you have to lie talk good about us please absolutely we're available on all kinds of uh, podcast platforms including itunes iHeartRadio, spotify you name it, we are out there. The other thing, J-Bo, is we would love to hear from you. If you know somebody that would love to be on the show, uh, you can always reach out to us, J-Bo. Tell them That's how. right. We have an email, and we've had it for about a year now, but we keep forgetting to tell you we have it. It's two shots podcast show at gmail.com. That's the number two, two shots podcast show at gmail.com. Please, please, please send us an email. And I think the cool thing to tell everybody, too, Jacob, is we're very active out on social media. We've got a Two Shots on a Barrel group page on Facebook. You're also a TikTok guy. I didn't realize you were a TikTok guy. But we actually do TikTok, Instagram, and all kinds yeah, of things. Yeah, every, we're on everything. We're, we're not really uh, really good at it, but we're on there. So get on there, laugh at our TikToks, and uh, I'm sure I'll get Jim on a TikTok here before long. All it takes is for one to go viral, Jacob, and as, as crazy stupid as you are, it's probably going to happen. It's going to happen. Either I'm going to get frosted bit doing these uh, TikToks or uh, we're going to have them go viral. So, so we're excited uh, about Two Shots. We are broadcasting out of our studios here in Main Street, Bourbon Country. It's a state-of-the-art studios uh, where we're going to have many, many guests and many, many shows for you to listen to. That's right. We're right here in the Pearl of Lebanon. Lebanon Health and Fitness in downtown Lebanon, Kentucky, just just sideways of uh, Rigetti's Restaurant. Make sure when you are in on the Bourbon Trail, if you're uh, staying in Marion County in Lebanon, make sure you come by. They have a state-of-the-art fitness center. It's really a uh, all-inclusive uh, center for uh, whether you're uh, men, women. They've got a place yeah. that your kids, if you're coming in for the Bourbon Trail with your kids, I have no reason to understand why you would be doing that. But in case you are, right. they can they can do it all right here at uh, Lebanon Health and Fitness. If you're only going to be here a day, they have $7 one-day uh fees to come in and work out all day long yeah so can't beat it anyways with, with that said we appreciate you listening to our shows and without further ado it's two shots on a barrel Central Kentucky, the bourbon capital of the world. It's two shots on a barrel with your host, a couple of hot shots of their own, the Bow Brothers. What's up? Back in the studio, I'm Tim Bow along with Jay Bow. Fun show today. Uh, before we even get going, you know, we are approaching twenty thousand downloads. We're yes, still we're still sir. babies 
in the podcast business, but it's growing every day. Uh, one thing that I would like to see grow, J-Bo, is our Facebook uh, fan page. Yes. And we, we want you to stop, hit pause right now, go to Facebook, click, uh, do a search for two, the number two, Shots on a Barrel, hit join because we want to know where you're listening from. and. Yes. Uh, so uh, be a fan on the uh, Two Shots fan page. Uh, we've got uh, great folks all around. We're always posting stuff out there about Kentucky, what's going on. In fact, our guest today, we've uh, shared that on our Facebook page. We'll tell you more about that. But we want to we want to grow that fan page, Jaybo. We need to get a little bit more. What are we, about 3,000? Something 2, like 000? that. Yeah, Some, I mean, it's, I it, it, it's getting up remember. there. But we, we, we've got room for plenty more. Plenty so, of room. Yeah, uh, hit that pause button and make sure you uh, click like on the fan page. And, and we'll reach out to us. Tell us what, you, uh, what you'd what you like to listen to uh we're always open to uh, suggestions, and uh, we'll, we may say no, but we'll, right. we'll at least be open to it, I think. Man, we had some fun yesterday, didn't we, J-Bo? Dude, I'm dragging tail today. So tell everybody what, what we were doing yesterday. Well, we were sitting outside in 300-degree heat, hanging out with some of our favorite people in the world, the uh, Cornbread Mafia, out at the Bickett Farm in Raywick, Kentucky, at Hempstock. Yeah, Hempstock 2022. uh it was a fun time. I, you know, I enjoyed sitting around, listening to a lot of stories uh, that were told. Uh, we got to be buddies uh, with with a lot of new fellas that yeah. uh, we had not met before. It was pretty cool. So, uh, kudos to Bickett and Boone CBD. Did you hear me, Robbie Bickett? I gave you <laughs> some love. Uh, that no, the hospitality uh, from those guys was fantastic. You, you know, we, our lives have changed a lot since this podcast. Uh, before the podcast, I never had one person that had spent any time in prison come up and just want to talk with me. <laughs> but now, so now, like I met, a, I met a very cool guy from Ohio. Yeah, uh, his name's Larry. Yeah, and Larry's the coolest guy ever. And, and he started his conversation. Hi, I'm Larry. I just I spent 144 <laughs> months in prison. That's now. a hell of a way to start a conversation. So we sat down and we figured out what he did, and and it was it was. I mean, now I have new friends. Yeah, from all over. Yeah, I, prison I, time or not? You spent a lot of time talking to Larry. I t- I spent a lot of time talking to a fellow by the name of Johnny Ray, who is from Tennessee. Uh, good dude, man. And uh, he, he was just telling me you know, I, he did not open the conversation with how many years he spent or right. anything like that. But he was good friends with the Cornbread Mafia. He knew uh, Bobby Joe and and uh, Johnny and Joe Keith and all those guys. Uh, good dude. It, it was fun. It was just fun sitting around listening to the conversation. And uh, uh, it was a good time, I think, by all. One, one thing about these guys is there's no judgment. No, no, you don't feel like you're being judged. You know, you go out in public and there's people out there that's kind of like, huh, you're below me or yeah, you're too good for me or whatever. These guys treat you as equals. From the minute they meet you, and they're just good. I mean, they're like cousins now, and uh, I love every one of them. Well, the one thing I've noticed in all the times that we spend together, by the way, we should tell you, uh, prior, and we've mentioned this on some other uh, shows, we did a big program for the Bluegrass Community Bankers Association with the Cornbread Mafia. Kudos, uh, shout out to uh, Joe Keith, Jimmy, Robbie, and Bobby Joe, who just put on a fantastic show uh, but I've noticed in 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 the times that we're spending with uh, the, with those guys, you and Bobby Joe are getting to be pretty good buddies. Yeah, we're cousins now for sure. I mean, it, it's like you, you'll kind of air punch him, and he'll kind of <laughs> air punch you back, or you're, sit, my- you're sitting on the cooler and he'll scoot you over, and yeah. 
you know, uh, you guys have got almost a brotherhood thing going. He, he is. He has so many stories. He does. And the stories are just so out there, and they're true <laughs> stories, and they just blow me away. And yeah. I, I'm a sucker for a good story, and, and every time I see him, you know, it ends in a good story, like owning leopards, bingles, and lions, and tigers, <laughs> and bears, man. I mean, it's, it's just like everything. the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, man. It's that crazy. So, yeah, so... Uh, Bobby Joe's my boy, man. I really, really enjoy spending time with him. Well, man, we uh, we got a we got a special guest in the in the studio. We have uh, we've had a lot of shows. I, th- this may be our we're approaching fifty. Yeah, I- I'll say that, and that's a monumental a number on two shots uh, and in the podcast world. Mm-hmm. Uh, in all of those shows, though, J Bo, we have never had an honest to goodness live cowboy never. on our show. Never. And today we get to mark that off the list because we've got a cowboy. In our studio, yeah. Tell everybody who's who's with us today. My new friend. I just actually this first time we've met. Have we, we might bumped um, into each other so, yeah, somewhere. But uh, this first time I met him, man, and he's a cool cat. His name's Will Farmer. How you doing, buddy? Good. How are you guys? Doing great. Thanks for coming to the studio, listen, man. Listen to that applause. They yes. already love him. Yes, that's good stuff, man. From the 10, 15 minutes we got to talk beforehand, you're the toughest sob I think I've ever met in my life. I down. I swear I don't know if I met anybody. Well, have you ever met anybody that's like ridden a bull? Yeah, J-Bo? yeah, 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 yeah. But he's so so you you know Will's yeah. even tougher than that. Yeah, because well, he's done stuff to his own body that these yeah. guys never done. Well, that's so true. I mean, come that's on, that's true. That's true. Uh, he doesn't just ride the bulls; he he fights the bulls. There's a difference, <laughs> you know. I mean, it's it's a big thing. He's a big boy; he can't ride the bulls. Yeah, it's too big, but so yeah. he, he just punches them in the mouth. <laughs> he's just, yeah, something like he just, that. He just, like, yeah. yeah, so, I mean, he's a tough guy and, and very nice and hardworking yeah. guy, so it's awesome. So, uh, so Will Farmer, tell me how in the world you got started in punching and fighting and, and hanging out with some bulls. Um, so, one night, me and one of my good buddies, uh, y'all probably know him, Logan Spaulding. Oh, yep. Logan. Oh, yeah. We were, we were sitting in town. And uh, somehow we got on the topic of we wanted to ride a bull. So you were how old when this was going on? uh, I think we were both 18. Yeah. Fresh out of high school. Right. And uh, we both said, you know, hey, if you get on a bull, I'll get on a bull. So uh, we we had the agreement. The next day we called and uh, entered down at XB Arena in Manton. And uh, we showed up, and we were the last two guys to go. And uh, – they kind of told us, you know, just kind of pick whichever one you want to get on. Just, I looked at Logan. Just hold and I, on. I went that little one right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We had we had no no clue what we were getting ourselves into. So uh, they run this great big huge black bull in, and uh, then they ran in a, a white bull in behind them. Now Logan was standing there first, and he said, "All right, I'll take this one. They come in first. And I was like, "All right." So Logan gets on his. And uh, he makes it about three or four jumps out, and I mean, it slams him right on his head. Oh, I God. Mean, right on his head. And I was like, <laughs> oh, great. So now I got to do that. Yeah. Oh. So uh, after watching my buddy, you know, get slammed, I, I was a nervous wreck. I was like, man, this is this is going to hurt, but oh, well, we're going to do it. We're yeah. here. Yeah. So uh, I got on mine, and first time ever getting on one, and I rode it to like, I don't know, maybe six seconds or so. Ah. And I, I hit the ground, and I got up. I mean, you couldn't have smacked a smile off my face. I was grinning ear to ear, and I was like, So oh. you were hooked. Yeah, right then. Uh, yeah. And, you know, uh, over the years of being a part of, of XB and stuff like that, you know, 
we, we get a lot of kids. Me and Brandon try to put on practice pins for anybody, you know, that wants to come down, wants to learn. And uh, I tell every one of them, you're either going to love it or hate it by your first one. There's going to yeah. be no in between. You're either yeah. going to be hooked or you're going to hate it and you're never going to want to do it again. Yeah. All right, so let, let's back up a step. We, we've got people listening from all over the state of Kentucky, uh, many, many other states that listen and, and visit Kentucky on the Bourbon Trail. So when you're talking about XB Arena in Manton, Kentucky, what, for those people out there, give a little little more description as far as what is uh, this XB Arena, Manton, bull riding stuff. You know, XB, it's a winter series. It's a, it's a family-owned, operated, always has been. And uh, it's probably one of the greatest bull ridings you're ever going to come watch. You're going to show up. And you're going to be like, man, this is kind of, you know, small, whatever. They'll pack, you know, about 700 people is what they cut off at. And, uh, I mean, it's some of the absolute best bulls in the country. I so mean. these guys are, are uh, you mentioned Brandon. Yeah. Uh, but these guys are, I guess, uh, farmers is what they do in, you know, in go time. And then the XB Arena in Manton kind of opens up when the farming season shuts down. Then it's bull riding opens up, right? Um, Something like yeah, that. So, yeah, they raise they raise and breed all their own bulls, and then they uh, they also you know raise sheep and stuff throughout the year. And then uh, once it gets cold, I think they start uh, late November is when they start up, and then they go till typically the first second weekend of April. So it's every weekend besides like Christmas, you know, stuff like that. But uh, it's one of the, it's one of the best bull ridings you can see. You know, uh, if you're coming on the Bourbon Trail and you're going to be, you know, in through that time of the year, then yeah, it's definitely something you want to stop and watch. Awesome, and, and you'll be out there fighting them, right? You'll be there. Yeah, yeah, most I'll, nice. I'll be there. Be there every weekend. That's awesome. Hold of a few. Yeah, I mean, we talking about Kentucky. I know we, we mentioned Hempstock, Jaybo, and we we were talking to some people uh, about the tourism business. You know, of all things, and they were talking about you know people. We'll visit Florida, and they'll visit New York, and they'll visit all this. Uh, Kentucky has so many cool things to do. I mean, you're not going to go to Florida and, and be able to see a show like this. It's really – I mean, I know there's some other states that do this, but uniquely uh, Kentucky, you know, you'll have it maybe at the Yum Center. or. Right. But this is, what, every Saturday night starting roughly in November – in a small, intimate setting. I mean, you talk about a cool part of a bourbon trail that maybe somebody out there has planned. I think it's a great idea. It's a great idea, especially if, you, if for some reason you're bringing kids with you. Yeah. The whole family. Maybe they they, they don't want anything to do with a distillery. I want to go see something crazy, Daddy. Yeah. Well, let's go do a bull ride and watch your wheel get thrown around uh, <laughs> in the dirt and everything. But, but, but you know what? The XB Arena is cool and everything, but... What what happens when XB shuts down? Where do we go to get bull riding? Yeah. So the summer series, uh, I opened up my own rodeo company. Uh, we call it Top Tier Ranch. Uh, actually, I raise my own bucking bulls now, so uh, getting foot in the door. But uh, during the summer series, I run, you know, uh, we're going to pick up some more deals, but we're talking with the Marion County Fair Board, stuff like that, going to try to get some – uh, get some more rodeos on that list, but uh, we got one coming up in Camelsville in September the 10th, and uh, it's for the FFA kids. You know, all the proceeds are going to go to the Camelsville FFA kids, and uh, this one, this one ought to be a, be something special. We put on an event in Greensburg, and we sold a, thou- a little over a thousand adult tickets. Wow! So uh, 
we had, you know, roughly, I'd say with parents and kids, we had a crowd around probably somewhere around 1,500 people, I'd say. And uh, it was it an awesome time. I mean, we had uh, Grace Farmer and the Whiskey Shots out there singing. You know her? So, yeah, buddy. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah. Uh, so where was this event? Where uh, did you have it? So the one in Greensburg was with the Greensburg Cattlemen's Association. So uh, they they cooked all the food, so it was really good food. And then you got to watch a really good bull riding as well. Um, and like I said, you know, a lot of the guys that I used to travel with and stuff whenever I traveled riding bulls, uh, a lot of those guys were there. You know, uh, my buddy Cody McElroy, he won it. And uh, unfortunately, my buddy Brandon, he was out with a bull riding injury so he couldn't enter but hopefully we'll get to see him at this event in camelsville um he's a he's a name you need to watch for up and coming in the pbr he's he's making some noise so nice yep uh so hopefully we'll have him uh have him there at 100 percent, and that way y'all can watch him whoop on one of these bulls what, what about you are you going to be back 100 percent um, I'm back 100% right now. You know, I'm training. I need to get with Sean downstairs so I can get me a, get back in the gym and get back in shape. Why, why Sean, when you got Jim here? Yeah, I look. mean, Jim's got you <laughs> that's back, a, man. That's a dumb question. <laughs> have you seen Sean Woodyard? He's a big boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's you, a big boy. And then have you seen me? Yeah, I mean, I have, listen, I'm doing what I do hey. well. I'm speaking into this box. Hey, Sean, I'm telling you, Sean is an animal. I, I, he is. He, he pushes his body to other limits that not many people can do. Um, he, that's why he's in such great shape. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I got my first one back. Um, it's in West Virginia. Uh, it's actually a, um, you know, uh, I don't know what you want to call, what, what to word it. But, right. uh, anyways, it, it'll be my first one back. And uh, I'm excited. I definitely got the jitters, so I just need to get out there and let one of them run me over and get yeah. those jitters. That's how I handle yeah. things. Yeah. yeah, just run me over, big yeah. boy. Yeah. I usually like go hide in a room so it won't yeah. run me over. So I mean, yeah. so we're talking. I, I get hints that something has happened to you uh, that, that gives you the jitters, that gives you you know got anxiety about getting back in the ring. So I wouldn't get in too great of detail of what happened. But can you give us just a, a yeah? Because I was already turning <laughs> yeah. white when we before we went on the show. Uh, yeah, you can uh, leave the colon part out, maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, so back in January, it was the uh, it was the first event uh, XB did because of COVID last year. So um, they opened up in January, and it was January first, so New Year's, and uh, last bull of the night. You know, there was like forty some guys entered. I think so. Went through. a ton of bulls last bull of the night he got me down and uh had his way had his way with me we'll say and uh <laughs> he sure did he won that fight <laughs> yeah he won he won that fight so uh i spent a week in louisville hospital and had three surgeries while i was in there and then uh got out and come home for a couple days and then went straight back to the hospital and my little girl was born so it was uh it was <laughs> oh, a couple man. weeks couple weeks there of living in the hospital so so this incident uh at at xp you weren't riding that night is that correct i mean tell us tell us what you were doing that night so as my job as what we call we call ourselves bullfighters people know us as rodeo clowns whatever you know um but as a bullfighter my job is in cowboy protection is when the bull rider falls off it's my job to get between that bull and that bull rider and get my hands on them and get them away to give the bull rider a safe exit you know that that and it doesn't always work that way but 
it's my job to get there and get a hold of that bull and get his attention. So when you say get a hold, that's not is that like just physically, or you're just yeah, trying to no. get that bull to get attention on you and away from the cowboy? That's it, physically. You need to get hands on them, get your hands on their head, and get that head picked up. Because once you get their head picked up and they're coming with you, typically they're going to stay to you. So you can get to a bull's shoulder, and it's like an eye of a tornado. So you, I'm sure y'all have heard the eye of a yeah, tornado of is always calm. All right? right. You get to that bull's shoulder and you keep driving to his hip where they're so big they can't turn sharp right. enough to hit you. So that's your job. And it sounds a lot easier than what it actually is, but you got to get there. <laughs> I think I'm, you should I'm try scared. that one time, J-Bo. I would be like, hey, bitch, slap and take off running. I'd be gone so fast. <laughs> just don't, don't run in a straight line. Oh, I, no I straight lines. can't promise you anything, man. So so what happened on this, on this one particular incident? Uh, so... Uh, Kid fell off, you know, and we were working a three-man system. So there was three bullfighters out there, and one guy rolled through the gap. He rolled through. Bull didn't pick up on him. And I come from the from the outside, what in bullfighter terms we call it offside pick, kind of like football. So I come from the offside trying to pick that bull up, and he locked on to me a whole lot faster than what I was, in, I was you know, expecting him to. So uh, he, he, he took my legs out from under me, and it, that's when it turned ugly. Yeah. So you didn't know right away the extent of the injury, did you? No, I, I argued with my girlfriend. We were going home. I was not going to the hospital. I was going home. I was dead set on it until, you know, I checked myself out. And then I was like, okay, yeah, we probably need to go to the hospital. You checked yourself out like nobody else has ever checked himself out before. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, yeah, we don't need to talk <laughs> yeah. about that. No, Jim yeah. <laughs> I mean, good gosh. Now, listen, Jim, 10 out of 100,000 uh, rodeo cowboys will endure some catastrophic event through their career. Did you know that? Damn, you've been you've in, been you've been uh, researching in shit. Football, football. You know how rough that is. It's right. One in one hundred thousand will have a catastrophic event. Rodeo is the most dangerous sport there is in the world. Jeez, that's why we're in here doing podcasts. Yeah, that's why we're not. Yes. Yeah. Listen, no. I'm sure a little bit later we'll talk about the the rodeo that that Will's got coming up in Taylor County and all the things family friendly things that the people can do. I'm pretty sure even the family friendly stuff that you and me ain't doing. I've done it. I can't believe it. I promise you, I'll tell you all about it. Well, then you need to be a celebrity person no, over at Taylor County. I never in my life said I'd do it again. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've I've done. I'll give you a heads up. I, I put underwear on sheep. In a rodeo. You're just stupid. And it was stupid. Yeah. I've never seen any underwear get put on a sheep. And you didn't that night either. (laughs) (laughs) I think I was set up. Uh, Yeah, I think somebody played a trick on you. It was bad. It was old radio days. All right, so we're about up against a break. But tell everybody, Will, if they're they're wanting more information right now, as they're sitting here listening, like, I want to know about what's going on, where can they go out on Facebook maybe to check out Top Tier Ranch? Uh, So we got a Facebook page, Top Tier Ranch. Uh, You can get on there. We'll have all of our events, stuff like that that on there uh xb also has a facebook page so that you can check out their stuff but um you know you can always follow me on any social media we've got tiktok instagram uh we don't don't have a snapchat but uh we got we got everything else so. gotcha so uh the event that it's the first annual Campbellsville ffa bulls and barrels uh that is at the uh, tedder county fair association Campbellsville, kentucky 124 sunset drive Campbellsville. Uh, we'll we'll talk more uh, about that event with Will and, and 
it's truly one of those bring the whole family type oh, of yeah, events. I've very, seen a lot of the videos out there, and so when we come back, we're going to talk to uh, we're going to talk to Will about some of those things. But uh, man. I, I really think that Will needs to have you over there, Jabo, at, at the uh, at, in Tedder County. Look, man, I got I got a lot of experience with this rodeo stuff. I mean, I he, really have. Yeah, the events that you do, he doesn't even have exactly. putting putting underwear on sheep. Yes, man. It's Are so, you sure you were at a rodeo, Jabo? It, it was a rodeo. I promise. You. I don't uh, know. It was in right. Indiana somewhere, but yeah, <laughs> you yeah. you erased that one from your memory. I, I didn't puked you? afterwards. Also. <laughs> I would say you did. All right, stick around. We got more two shots on the sheep way. Stink, by the way. Will Farmer. We got a cowboy in here, brother. Yeehaw! Yeah. All right, so Jabo, I found out the um, the older you get, the more kids as your kids grow older, you suddenly have a damn fleet of vehicles. <laughs> and and to both of us, man, we can tell you all about it. Uh, we both have brand new sixteen year olds hitting the road. So uh, let me tell you how often we're visiting big old tires these days. And it's important when you got your 16-year-old out on the road, you have good tires. Oh, absolutely. And the place to go, we know, is Big O Tires of Lebanon and Barstow. That's right. Billy Taft has been doing this a long, long time. If you want advice on getting the perfect tire for the perfect vehicle, go to Billy Taft first at Big O Tire. And not only can they supply you with some great tires, they also can do oil changes, Mm -hmm. brake work, you name it. And here's the cool thing that really impressed me when I visited Billy Taft and Big Old Tires the last time. That dude is customer service extraordinaire. Absolutely. He's been like that uh, as long as I've known him. I've known him a long time. He's a great guy just like off the court than he is on the court. He's just A+, and I, I love that dude. He's He's really, really genuine, and he knows his tires and you're having problems let's say let's say this weather's crazy okay it's raining a bunch go in there and let him put new windshield wipers on your car besides going and trying to do it yourself i'm i'm speaking by experience here Jim Reed. it's yeah, it's, no. it's a terrible terrible thing to do putting wipers no. on yourself uh-uh. no. big believer in big old tires of lebanon and barstown right here in the heart of bourbon country if you're in for the bourbon trail, your card kind of messes up on you, go see our friend Billy Tap. Pit stop. It's all it is. Pit stop. You're in and out and uh, off to the uh, next distillery. There you go. Big old tires of Lebanon and Bardstown, a proud sponsor of Two Shots on a Barrel. All right, so one thing we've learned on Two Shots is it's important to know where to go when you need a good attorney job. Yes, sir. It's very important nowadays. We've had to uh, get one of our own here lately, and uh, we got the best in the business. We absolutely do, and we found out one morning when you go visit Don McCauley, you better enjoy bourbon and stick around for a while. Because not only is she very good and an expert attorney, she also knows her bourbon. She does know her bourbon, and she knows where to get it, and she will not tell me where the secret stash is located. But that's okay. But she'll bring out many of the unicorns that she has in her house, and and we enjoyed uh, spending time with her. But on a serious note, We know that uh, folks listening out there need to have good legal representation. Don McCauley. Don McCauley, you are right. 144 West Main Street in Lebanon, Kentucky. Her phone number is 270-692-0684. If it's legal anything, she will take care of it. She will be there for you, and she will be 
the voice that you need to get through this situation. We're talking real estate law. We're talking business law. We're talking anything criminal related, yes. uh, divorce, you name it, bankruptcy, any of those things, Don McCauley can take care of you. If, if, if you're nervous and you just don't know which way to go, if you need that voice, call Don McCauley. Once again, 270-692-0684. Yeah, good stuff right here in bourbon country, Don McCauley. Law Office of Don McCauley. Thanks. Marion County Trail could be the best value in bourbon-themed travel in Kentucky. You'll experience one of the Kentucky Bourbon Trail's crown jewels, one of the Bourbon Trail Craft Tour's top-rated stops, and something you can't find anywhere else. Organized tours of a bourbon barrel manufacturing facility all in one place. It's the Marion County Trail. Take your time to tour, dine, shop, and stay all along the way. Explore world-famous Maker's Mark, a hot-ticket item on the Kentucky Bourbon Trail, Limestone Branch Distillery, home of world-famous Yellowstone Bourbon, and one of the top-rated stops on the Kentucky Bourbon Trail Craft Tour. Kentucky Cooperage, the sprawling plant where the thriving bourbon industry's barrels are hand-built and seared with fire for bourbon-aging flavor. And Lebanon, home of wonderful dining opportunities from home-cooked to chef-driven. Unique shopping opportunities, nowhere else to be found murals for your selfies, and overnight accommodations that range from traditional to bed and breakfast to bourbon-themed. Go to visitlebanonky.com for more details. Lebanon Tourist and Convention Commission, 270-692-0021. Tired of paying rent? Do you dream of owning your own home? Now's the time to make that dream a reality. Call Lisa, 270-402-4036. Have you outgrown your current home? Need more space or just the opposite? Are you looking to downsize? Call Lisa, 270-402-4036. Whether buying or selling, now is the time. Call Lisa, 270-402-4036. Lisa Kearns Realtor, Exit Realty Bluegrass, 270-402-4036. Call or text Lisa. Lisa Kearns, the helpful agent. Hey, the Bow Brothers are back in action, and we could not do it without our good buddy Terry Woolley. And what a comeback Terry Woolley is making, J-Bo. Hey, I, the little birdie told me he has a new CD coming out very soon, possibly a Christmas album, possibly a religious album. I hope he does both. Absolutely. And right now he's got so many great songs out there. You can check them all out on Spotify, iTunes, you name it. You can go and get all of the music from Terry Woolley, or you can go to his website. That is terrywoolley.com. He's a great friend of Two Shots on a Barrel. We love that guy. Go uh, check him out today. That's right. It's TerryWooley.com. Didn't take me long, couple years or so. Decided to make a brand new... Oh, my bones hurt. <laughs> yeah, I was talking about crack. <laughs> <laughs> and it ain't, it ain't the crack that no. you... It's like a crack in your face. Yeah. Hey, let's talk uh, about the Kentucky Bourbon Festival. That's coming up in September. September 16th through the 18th, Bartown, Kentucky. We will be there. Oh, yes. You can, too. Go to kybourbonfestival.com. They are limited tickets. Uh, the last post I saw, I'm talking limited. So you got to get out there, get there quick to get the tickets. Wasn't it like yesterday when you posted that it was like 50 or less? I think so. Yeah. I mean that's I mean and that's it. Yeah. No more. Now, we are going to be a part of an event though it, that is a part of the Bourbon Festival, but it's open to the public right. and that is the Independence Tape Company World Championship Barrel 
contest. Yes. That is on the lawn there beside the... There'll or, be signage. Yeah, yeah. So that is open to the public, uh, kids of all ages. It's a fantastic event. The Bow Brothers will be there. We'll be emceeing that event, gonna and we're going to get you pumped up, man. It's going to be loud. Our buddy Alex uh, Peak will be there. Like, we're talking top-notch sound, mm-hmm. uh, music uh, to get you fired up. And, boy, those uh, distilleries... They're they're practice. I mean, they take that stuff serious. They've been practicing for months. Yeah, months and months. Yeah. So, so I mean, it's a real deal. It's yes. a, it's worldwide, correct? Yeah, it is. And so uh, again, kybourbonfestival.com. That is the website. Get out there now because if you wait much longer, you, you're going to be you're going to be out uh, you're going to be out of the picture. I mean, yep. they're they're limited seats or limited spots left available. Some cool things this year that they didn't do last year. Like you'll be able to. Uh, pick up, purchase bottles of bourbon at the event this mm-hmm. year. And these are like private select Kentucky bourbon festival type bottles. Many, many of the distilleries from all over are going to be there. Uh, your tickets, the way I understand it, you, you purchase your ticket. That includes your, your drinks for the festival. It's going to be a lot of fun. Stop by. We'll have our booth there. We're going to be uh, talking to a lot of folks and uh, – Having a lot of fun, so make sure you stop by and say hello to the Bow Brothers. I'm pretty damn sure we tried every bourbon that was there last year. Yeah, I fizzled out after, <laughs> like, like we didn't, we couldn't even go back Sunday. No, it was like, Jim, we need to go to Talbot Tavern quick because if I don't get food in my belly, I'm going to be face down. And then shortly after, you were face down before we even got there. You I don't even see that. Fell out of your chair, you man. You tell people that story all the time. And we were on, un- <laughs> it's like when you tell, you, you told Will. Yeah. About our our world class studio here, and you you always point out the hole in the wall where you fell. And I was sober though, Jaybo. You you leave out that important hey, point. I look, was man. working, and the chair fell. How did the chair fall though? The chair hit the wall. Okay, okay. And I was stone cold. Everybody, Steve Austin, sober. Everybody all over the world that's listening is going, yeah, right. No, they, yeah. those yeah. those people that know Jimbo know. Not to get me confused with you. <laughs> speaking of... I mean, somebody that would put damn underwear on a sheet. Hey, man, I'm a cowboy. All right. Now, speaking of drinking, we're drinking uh, Castle and Keys Restoration uh, Rye Whiskey today. Describe it for me. It is spicy. It is spicy. It's spicy, but it's good. It's I good. mean, it, it's good, but it, and it's smooth going in, but that, that finish, and I'm not very educated... But I know it burns. It burns. And, it and, burns. And you know, I like to burn, though. I've always said that. You, I like you to do. burn. So it ought to be you. And, and kudos to them for this bottle. That is a cool... Like, the top on it it's, is metal. Feel how heavy that bottle is, man. That is a relic type of yeah, bottle. that's that, something you want that, to keep. That is impressive. Where'd you pick this up at? Man, it was, it was a lucky find. It was a lucky find. You cannot find Castle and Key, anything. You got to get lucky or go to the distillery and get lucky and find some there. But I found this in Danville and, and uh, grabbed it. Didn't, yeah, didn't care how much it was coming home with me. Yeah, well, we're talking to Will Farmer, true real life cowboy. He's uh, got a big event coming up at the uh, Taylor County Fairgrounds in September. I think it's September tenth. I believe is yep. is the time. It's a family event, isn't it, Will? I mean, I was uh, when I was looking at the Green uh, Greensburg event that you had and some of the videos. I got to tell you, I was really impressed. Number one, you talked about the crowd. It was a humongous crowd for this event. But I'm looking at just the, I don't know, man. It's just put together awesome. I mean, these these events, 
really tailor to the whole family. Tell us a little bit about that. I appreciate that. Um, you know, yeah, we try to have something for everybody. You know, we want we want you to be able to bring your your two year old kid and your your eighty year old grandma and everybody have fun. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and you know we try to every event we go to, you know, and put on. We're we're trying to look at it from the crowd standpoint and what what's going to make it better for the crowd uh, because you know we want to grow our crowd each and every time. Uh, just to make the events bigger and better, you know, because the more people we got there, the more fun we can have, right? Uh, but, you know, we've got at Greensburg, we had, you know, chicken and pig chasing for the kids. Um, we had an adult grease pig chasing, and that one was pretty funny to watch. You know, I was hoping you guys were going to enter that. Oh, man. Yeah. Jim's all about it, man. He's. <laughs> But uh, so we had the adult grease pig chasing, and actually, man, that that pig we used for the adult pig chasing was mean. I was trying to get him, so we had him in a dog carrier, and I'm reaching up in this dog carrier, and uh, my buddy Nick Wheatley, he does all my videos. Oh, he stuff. does a great job. Yeah. I, we know uh, Nick real well. So uh, so Nick's sitting there on the side snapping pictures or whatever, and I'm reaching up in this dog crate. Well, this pig latches onto my wrist. <laughs> oh, I mean, bites the crap out of me. Oh, Nick man. got the perfect picture of me squinting my <laughs> eyes and, like, just gritting my teeth. Like, oh, I got to get You're bacon. Yeah, exactly. So, uh but no, you know we've got mutton busting for the kids. Um, this event we've got a steer riding competition, and actually we got a buckle made just for our steer riders. Uh, we got a junior uh, barrel racing event, so that'll be you know the younger girls. That way they're not competing against professionals. And then obviously we have our professional and uh, bull riding and barrel racing, and we've got buckles for both of those. Um, we're putting up a thousand added at our bull riding and five hundred added for our barrel racing girls. So uh, we're expecting to have a pretty good crowd. You know, uh, hopefully, the way things are looking right now, with guys texting me wanting to enter and stuff, I'd say we'll probably buck somewhere around thirty head of bulls right. that night. So yeah. it'll be a lot of bull riding, a lot of action. Talk us, uh, talk to us a minute about uh, that partnership with the uh, with the Taylor County FFA. How that came about? Okay, so. Uh, the first event I put on over there in Greensburg, um, you know, I went around from school to school and talked to some kids and, you know, was just needing some help. Uh, so the Campbellsville FFA kids were the only FFA kids to show up and help uh, out of the groups that I asked over that way. Best and, kids uh, ever. Yeah. FFA kids are the best. Yeah. And so uh, the Campbellsville kids showed up and helped out. And, I mean, they did absolutely anything and everything I asked them to do. Uh, so, you know, then they contacted me and asked if we could do, like, kind of a benefit rodeo for those kids. So, like, all the proceeds from this are going to help those kids, you know, their FFA chapter to grow it and, you know, field trips, just whatever. Right. Um, so, you know, all this is going to help those FFA kids. And, you know, the event in Greensburg, I couldn't have done it without them. They were just – they were a huge help there. So, uh that's why I really wanted to help help them and you know give back to them however I could. It's just that's awesome. Th- this event, it's and it's going to be an annual event, and each year we plan to get this bigger and better mm-hmm. every year. Um, this year, unfortunately, we don't have a mechanical bull, but that is that's, that's okay. the plan for the next year. That's okay. You would do that, wouldn't you, Jay? I've Bell? done that. Yeah. In how'd, a bar. You, how'd you do on it? I didn't do well at all, actually. Thanks for asking. I mean, it was like jump on, fall off the other side. It was of. that fast? I stayed on See, for See, I've not ever. I've, I've, I'd like to try that, though. I've done a commercial 
on a mechanical bull. So, you know, that's about as good as I did because they were going like extra slow while I was talking. And then when I was finished, floop, and there went Jeremy. Uh, <laughs> that's how that ended. But, yeah. I, I, I would like to try that sometime. It's it's not easy. No, it's, it's not easy at all. It's not easy. And then when you compare it to the real thing. That was going to be my next question. What? It, how is that comparison? No, nothing. Nothing. Nothing the same. It's nowhere absolutely nowhere near the same like i always hated going anywhere that had a mechanical bull because all my buddies were like oh you ride bulls let's see you get mm-hmm. on there and mm-hmm. i was like no because it's nowhere near the same and if they throw me off this mechanical bull i'm not going to sit here and take y'all's criticism mm-hmm. right. for me falling off a mechanical bull when i ride real bulls, right so. so so what is what's the biggest what's the biggest difference is it just like the real life bull i mean I, I, tell me what what, what is well, the difference one, one is the adrenaline Getting on a mechanical bull, you have nowhere near the adrenaline. Now you're like, drunk. Yeah. When when I got on my first actual real bull riding it, I did not remember a single thing. And I didn't – it probably took me six months of getting on bulls to even remember what happened. Because when you climb off and you're tying your hand into a, a wild animal, you're tying your hand to the back of a wild animal, and it is it, – it, how much do most of these critters weigh? Um, typically, you know, your good size, anywhere from, I'd say, about 1,500 to about 2,000 pounds. That that's not bad. Is, that's your average range. That's, on. that's a damn beast. Oh, my God. And they stomp on you, and they come back for more. Yeah. Most I don't get it. Man, I got some questions. I got some serious questions. I want to hear it. I want to hear them. I got, I'm going to run a few things past you, and you just tell me what I'm reading, okay? Because I don't know what some of this stuff is. All right. You ready? Yep. You're the professional here. All right. Saddle bronc. Saddle bronc. So that is they take a bucking horse, and you'll put a saddle on. Like they, It's a special-made saddle for saddle broncs. And saddle bronc event, obviously you got your saddle, you got your head rein. And you'll do what's called get hidden your mark out. It's giving the horse a fair opportunity. And every time you'll drag your feet up and you'll spur every time they're kicking. So that's what the saddle bronc is. And it looks pretty painful. Saddle bronc isn't as bad. It it's if you're doing it right, it's not as painful as bareback. Broncs. Bareback. So you do the same thing. Bareback. Bareback bronc is completely different. So bareback bronc riders, you'll see them. They tape their elbow at a ninety degree. Their elbow is taped to where it's not moving. They put their hand in what they call a rig, and it's like a wood block looking thing with a handle on it, and it's got leather over top of it. And when you stick your hand in there, those gloves have like a bubble that go over top of like your palm. So when you close your hand, it's in there and it's not coming out. It does not come out until your fingers open. Jim's just don't sound like fun to me. (laughs) I'm telling you, bareback bronc riders are a different breed of crazy humans because it doesn't matter if you ride them 100% correct when you get off, you're hurting. So, bull riding, saddle bronc, bareback bronc, barrel racing, what uh, what other ones are there? Uh, there's ranch bronc. So, ranch bronc is where you bring, like, your own saddle. It's just like your everyday saddle, and it's like you're breaking a horse. You're getting on, you're getting on a bucking horse, but you're using your own, just whatever type of saddle you got. You throw them on there, and you can hold on with both hands during the ranch bronc. That's probably what we've been, holding on both hands. All right, so the closest thing I want to get to any of this stuff, the sheep, it's coming. No, it I don't, good I don't, now, I don't even want to try to put underwear on a sheep. <laughs> the closest thing, I'm a big Yellowstone fan, yeah, man. Yeah, I yeah. love that show. And you, a Yellowstone yeah. oh, guy, yeah. I'm sure, yeah. I, I don't know how you could be a cowboy and, right. and not love. 
Yellowstone. But I remember the show where they put uh, what was that dude's name? The younger guy, the, the younger guy. cowboy. Yeah, uh, the skinny dude, Jimmy. 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 And they put Jimmy on this damn wild horse. Yeah. And they and Taped didn't they duct tape him yeah. on there? And that son of a buck had to ride. Break this horse. He could barely even walk when he got off of that thing. So what? Oh, yeah. What about the uh, in that same show where those horses? It looks like they're scooting their butt when they stop. Oh, you know? so that's like so you're roping horse. Say so you got a roping horse and you're doing breakaway rope. When they do that big slide stop, you want them to do that. That you want a roping horse to have that big slide. That that's what they're doing is sliding their back in to stop. And as that horse is doing that, it's called taking your dally, like dallying off. And what you'll do is you'll take the tail end of your rope and you'll wrap it around that horn. And that's how you catch them. And there's like a rubber, it's like a, it's like rubber around that saddle horn so that when that rope pulls tight, it doesn't slip. I think, I think y'all are just crazy. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I can yeah. seriously, man, I love you to death, but I think you're crazy. I think... I think that's the last thing in the world I'm going to do when I'm on a horse is, that, hey, buddy, you need to slide so I'm put this little rubber rope around this bull's horn. No, we're going the other direction. But, but, but aren't these horses bred? Aren't, isn't that a special kind of horse that's kind of bred yeah, for so that? You, you know, your quarter horses are typically like your rodeo horse. You know, a quarter horse is hands down my favorite horse. That's the only type of horse you'll ever see me on is a quarter horse. You can do absolutely anything on a quarter horse. You can they're real hardy horses. I mean, yeah, describe a quarter horse for people that are, don't know anything about horses. It's just short of you a know, half dollar horse. Yeah. <laughs> 25 cents short. Uh, the, the horse that I had over there in your lot at your house, that buckskin horse, yeah. uh, he was a roping horse. And he was actually he was a really good roping horse. Um, unfortunately, I did have to sell him. But... Uh, Quarter horses are just, they're cowboy horses. That's yeah. all. That, it's the only way to explain them, really. Uh, they can take off really fast. They're not like a thoroughbred. They're not They're not going to run a long distance really hard like how a thoroughbred is, but they're really fast quarter miles, so that's where they get their name, quarter horse. Ah, check that out. Quarter, quarter did, mile there. Did you get really that on fast. your research there? Didn't, eh? didn't have that one, man. That's yeah, good. That's yes, good. Sir, learn something every I'm, day. I feel like I, I'm scarred after... It's 30 minutes we've been with him so far. Some of this, I mean. I'd be scarred after trying to put underwear on a sheet. Well, I mean. Yeah, I think I, I think that would have scarred me. Too. I mean, that, that I, scarred I me still, more than anything. I can still smell that shit, man. That's awful. <laughs> those, everybody thinks, you know, Mary had a little lamb, all that blah, blah, black sheep stuff, man. Those things are nasty. Nasty smelling creatures. And you get running around and running in. <laughs> trying to put underwear on. Yeah, and, and in the meantime, you're oh rolling in God. bull crap that's already been released by the bull prior. Yeah. Because it's intermission now, and I'm the sideshow, evidently. It's all coming back to me now. I was set up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so, yeah. All right, so J-Bo says, says, you guys are crazy for doing this, uh, which leads me to this question. You, you, you've got a beautiful baby girl, uh, a, a, a beautiful baby mama. Uh, what do they? What do they think? And I know your baby's too little to think my daddy's doing this. But what is? What does Taylor? What does Taylor think about it? Um, I mean, she she loves when I put on rodeos and everything, but uh, it definitely makes her nervous when I'm fighting bulls and stuff. Um, but she loves she loves putting on rodeos. I mean, she she loves absolutely loves that. You know, her and Mason come up with me, and uh, we feed the cows together, and 
She she's seven months old now, and I mean, you've wow. never seen a little girl get so excited in your life. I mean, when those cows come in, she gets to kicking her legs and flapping her arms, and I mean, it just. I can already tell she's yeah. gonna love it. One, one thing about Taylor is Taylor loves this guy inside and out. She's seen it all. Yeah. She has seen, she has seen it all inside and out, if you know what I'm talking about. We don't about. need to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. She, uh, so uh you gotta keep her there, man. Taylor sounds like a wonderful, wonderful girl. Oh yeah, she uh she definitely definitely the backbone to the family, so she she's the glue, keeps us all connected. This is gonna be a beneficial podcast for you. Yeah, maybe. You, you realize might, that, don't you? I might get some brown stones if she's, <laughs> she's, she's the just back, in. She's the backbone because his backbone's probably broken. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. She's, she's Gosh, dang it. You, oh, man, just man. be careful, man. You got, you hey. got uh, a lot to live for, and we don't want to. Yeah, yeah, it's part. I mean, injuries are part of it, but it's a lifestyle. That's what I tell everybody. You know, once it's in your blood, it's not coming back out. It, it, even when you get old and you, you physically can't rodeo anymore you find ways you either become a rodeo judge or something you stay always once rodeo's in your blood it, it's there it's not coming out so uh jim here's another thing i got a question about these turkeys out there this show really you, I, this I, puts I, your mind working it, i can tell it, it sends my anxiety and overload because <laughs> I, I i'm watching these shows on tv where these guys are have a card table in the middle of the arena and there's four of them they're sitting there playing cards while there's a damn bull running around them and the last, I've, I've seen that. The last I, one, yes. The last one to get up wins. So that bull's plowing through these poor guys with, uh, you know, two pair in their hand. Yeah. And uh, and, and this is fun. <laughs> Bourbon has a lot to play. Bourbon I, and beer to. has a lot yeah. to play. It has to. I saw another video of these these cowboys, I guess they were, and they were just standing still, like in a line. <laughs> and the bull was – and they said – if you now, this is a good question. Is this is this fact or myth? But they said if you just stand still, the bull won't bother you. I don't necessarily buy that. Is that a fact or a myth? If you're just standing out there, will the bull just divert you? So, bulls pick up on flashy things, things that flap, move that really picks up on their attention. So the you know, the less you move around standing out there, the better off you are. But now if he sees you and you're standing still and you're just standing there like a statue, does not mean he's not going to come and hit you. <laughs> because he's a bull. He wants to wreck stuff. I can right. promise you that. He wants, to, he wants to tear up whatever he can tear up because that's just their nature. They love tearing stuff up. Mm. Thus the bull in a china shop, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, mean, I can promise you, I'd be the guy with the arms flapping, running my butt across that <laughs> arena. I'm not standing that's still. That's probably the worst person Probably to be. so, yeah. <laughs> but I can't help it. I'm terrified of those things. All right, so if you're in, uh, enjoying the show, we uh, want to remind you, Will's got a big rodeo scheduled in Campbellsville, Kentucky, at the Taylor County Fairgrounds. It is Saturday, September the 10th at 7 p.m. It's a... Uh, uh, really a family event. How can people get tickets to this? I think that's a good uh, question. So on this event, we're not selling any pre, like, pre-ordered tickets or anything like that. You just show up. You know, uh, adult adults cost $15. Uh, any students are $10. Uh, veterans, first responders, people like that is $10 to get in. Kids six and under, I believe, are free. So uh, it's, you know, we, we try to help out. Especially our veterans, people, first responder like that. You know, we want we want that crowd there just because they help out so much through the community and stuff. So we want to do whatever we can to get back to them. But uh, it's 
It's the best fifteen dollars you'll ever spend in your life. Yeah, you can't get for any, entertainment. No, that's that's big time 15, entertainment. Fifteen bucks, man. That's that's a steal. Yeah, right there. it's. I mean, the some of these bulls here are like I said, the Ballard Bull Company have some of the best bulls in in the world. I mean, and we we went. One of my buddies, he went down to a rodeo in Texas, and uh, they seen his belt buckle said XB Arena on it, and they're like, "Holy crap, man! You go to yeah. XB Arena?" And he was like, "Yeah, uh, I won it last year." And they're like, "Dude, we heard that place has man eaters. We heard everything up there is just big and wants to kill you, and that's the reputation, you know, kind of XB's earned." But uh, these bulls, they're they're the real deal, you know. They uh, they their breed bull that they're using this year, they pulled him off the PBR tour, so uh, they got they got real deal bulls. I mean, I've got some cows uh, that I bought from them that uh, stay up in behind Jimbo's house. They uh, they like to hang out up back there. Nice. But they they came from the XB family. They they look so friendly, just out in the field grazing and they'll look at you and those big horns will kind of do this number and i will never step foot in that field no i will never step foot in that field because from afar they're gorgeous right but taking what he just said did you miss something that he just said he's in texas and these guys are like you're You've been to XB Arena. They have man eaters there. They'll no, no. and and they're they're jealous because they didn't get to ride them. I'm like, no, no. I'm gonna skip XB. I'm gonna go to the kitty one down the street where no. I'm gonna die. No, these guys just gravitate towards danger. Yeah, I've got a great idea. We got some buddies in Indiana. We do that do a podcast. We're getting ready to play a spot for them and take a break. I think. Alan and Dwayne and Jeff and Ruben and all those guys need to come down September 10th and get their hind ends on one of these man-eaters. Or they can put underwear on sheep. I think that's a great idea, too. There you go. Just that, a, we, we I'll MC it so I don't have to do it. Sheep. Yeah, yeah. So, right. yeah, that would be awesome to see them do what that. What kind of underwear was it? Was it like it's boxers. <laughs> boxers, yeah, man. Boxers. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know uh, if you were like putting like... Sheep get in, offended easy, so I didn't bring the granny panties. <laughs> yeah. All right, stick around. We're going to be right back. We're going to take a break. Uh, Did you say right back? (laughs) This is our friends in Indiana. Go check out uh, their podcast. It's fantastic. All right, stick around. We're going to be back with more Two Shots. You need more bourbon? I'm good. Are you looking for a clean, fun podcast that you can relate to? Well, we've got it for you. Cross the Line, the 1524 originates out of Indiana. Former high school rivals. Now our buddies sitting around a speakeasy bar. Talking about common day events, common things. We keep it light. They keep it easy. It's a good time. Check out Cross the Line 1524. You can find it on all the podcast apps and players. You can also check them out at CrossTheLine1524.com or check them out on Facebook, Cross the Line 1524. Yep, that sounds exactly like a price for that. Yep. Hey, don't forget about the uh, Kentucky Bourbon Festival coming up. Uh, two shots on a barrel. Happy to be one of the uh, media representatives there. It's September 16th, 18th in Historic Bardstown, Kentucky. For more information, go to kybourbonfestival.com. Tickets are running very low, so do it today. You don't want to miss out on That's a right. fun time. Over in the really the capital of 
bourbon. If you are lucky enough to uh, get tickets to the show, please come see us. We'd love to sit and chat. And we got to give a shout out to our buddy Daniel Shortridge, who is uh, going to fix us up right with the. Uh, he does a great job. Uh, he, he made our studio table here and a lot of other uh, bourbon racks and things like that. He is fantastic. He's fixing us up with a, a nice uh, nice little, uh, I guess, interview table, if you will, for the Bourbon Festival. So, shout out. He always listens to the show. So He's a great guy. He, he and, uh, and get and well wishes mama. to his mom, too, yeah. by the way. Hi, uh, mama. Yeah, hi. All right, so we're hanging out with a cowboy, Mr. Wheel Farmer. You, you know, I'm sitting here thinking about it. Uh, and I try to relate it to certain things. You you talked about Will early on in the in the conversation. It's one of those things either you love or you don't. I mean, it, you know. And I I compare that J Bo to NASCAR. I went to a NASCAR event in Bristol, Tennessee once, and and there are so many people that love NASCAR. I went one time and I was like, okay, I yeah. just can't see coming back right. for a NASCAR event. That's it. Sounds like in a, in a, in, a, in a similar type of thing. Either you like it or you don't. You've got to have a little daredevil in you too to be a cowboy, though. Yeah, you got to love adrenaline. That's that's um, kind of the whole thing of it. You know, it's the absolute most crazy adrenaline rush I've ever had in my life. Uh, you know, I used to race dirt bikes, stuff like that. None of that stuff holds a candle to tying your hand to the back of a bull. It's just, it's a different feeling. It's it's. What so, other what other crazy things would you do, Jabo? Would you like do skydiving or? I mean, what other um, – these are 2,000-pound man-eaters. I mean, what what other crazy thing would you think about doing? You know, it, it takes a lot out of me just coming up down these steps, coming to the studio. You know, you never know what's going to happen uh, going up down those steps. I mean, that's would pretty you – Would you skydive? Uh, if I was drunk, yes, I would definitely <laughs> – but you're, I'm not doing it sober. <laughs> There's no way in the world. And, and I'd have to be attached to somebody that's making me go out – the window or the door because i'm not doing it voluntarily yeah. man the plane is doing well yeah, there, me up there. there's a common theme with will and his and his dad kevin farmer and i've told you this before kevin or uh will uh, you remind me so much of kevin uh kevin was a dirt track race driver back in the day and it would drive my wife will's aunt crazy because she would be scared to death and in a similar type of way she is the wheel you do the same thing with her uh, uh, fighting bulls he told me that that uh, he is he loves your wife because he knows he always has a nurse on standby <laughs> yeah. What he said. yeah i know you know for the line of work that i'm in i have a great family because you know my mom my sister my aunt sharon they're all nurses my stepdad's a surgeon and then i got Alyssa and caroline you know that fix my teeth whenever i get <laughs> there, you out, so. there you go there you go yeah like i'm you got, you got the line of work and you got a bodyguard nana that yeah, you know is always no, on standby I don't, I don't have to worry about <laughs> nobody nobody no, yeah, so talk about top tier ranch i mean man you have got the place looking fantastic yeah, we've been, you know, we've been making some moves here lately. Um, this past week, me and a couple of buddies, we put a new roof on the barn. Uh, some hard, some hard labor. Uh, then we we put up a new fence. Uh, I just this past year, I bought a new breed bull. Um, he come from down in Southwest Texas. Uh, so, looking forward to his calves. You know, um, trying to set 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 the business up for the future. You know, I want to be on the breeding pro breeding side of it as well as producing rodeos so i want to be you know full out what's the most profitable which side 
it, it depends on how you play your cards. Gotcha. Um, you know, if you're if you got the right connection and you're putting on rodeos and you got a good crowd every time, then you know you're doing really well. But um, it, along with bucking bulls, you know, if you have the right genetics and they're bucking and they're working, then there's some really high dollar bulls out there. Um, you know, uh, there was a bull this past year that sold for like I think it was like a hundred and fifty thousand dollars for one bull. Jeez, through the PBR, and uh, that, you know, it takes one bull like that to change your life. You know, change your whole program. So I got a dumb question: how do, how do you make these bulls jump? Do you actually? Somebody said they tie rubber bands around their balls and shoot. Or I mean, what what happened? That make yeah. me jump. Yeah. No, uh, so, yeah, that's that's commonly, you know, misunderstood, and it, it, I can see where it comes from. Right. Uh, but, no, these bulls are bred to buck. So, bucking bull is their own breed. Um, they're registered through the ABBI, which is American Bucking Bull Incorporated, and they are the second biggest registry in the world. Wow. So, uh, these bulls are bred to do their job. Now, they've got a flank rope that goes around their waist. Mm-hmm. The best way that I can explain a flank rope is taking your belt and maybe tightening it up a notch or two to where it's uncomfortable. It's not hurting you in any type of way. It's not, you know, no, no pain. You know it's, it's there. Just, yeah, it's there, and it's like, what Uncomfortable. The yeah, it's like, I want to get this off of yeah. me. So what that does is when we tighten the... And every bull is different. You know, every bull takes a different flank. Some of them take a light flank. Some of them take what we call a half-hip flank, and some of them take really tight flanks. So... Um, Basically, what that flank rope does is it's just uncomfortable, and they're trying to kick and kick that off. Because in their head, what they're thinking is, hey, when I kick, maybe this thing's going to come off. Because uh, you can train a bull to do anything but kick. Kick is bred into them. So uh, when we take our – when we breed our bucking bulls to our bucking cows, you know, and we get our bull calves, uh, we take those bull calves, they get weaned six months old, and uh, after that we start – putting some dummy trips on them is what it's called. It's a little weight, and it ties onto them about like how a horse saddle does. And we got a remote. We hit a remote, a latch opens, the dummy falls off. We only buck them for a couple seconds because they're cats. You don't want to buck them too much while they're young. And that kind of gives us an idea of, hey, either this one's going to work or this one's not going to work. And so what nowadays they have what's called fraturities. And it's kind of like betting on horse races. So they put dummies on these yearling bulls and two-year-old bulls that aren't big enough for riders because a bull's bones, they develop fully developed at about three years old. And that's when you want to put a rider on. They get their first rider trip around three, but from one to two to help them figure it out, we take them to fraturities, and you can still win money at fraturities. It costs, depending, you know, it, they vary, but it's about $500 per calf to enter in a fraternity. Wow. Roughly. You know one thing I'm figuring out? It's more than what we thought. You got to be pretty damn smart to be a cowboy. It's more than putting on a cowboy hat. Yes, it is. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot too. Especially it. when you're running the show. Yeah. Yeah. The the I most mean, stressed out I've ever been in my life was putting on my first rodeo. I mean, I was running around like a chicken with my head cut off. I that day we sat down that night after the rodeo was over. I got home at like six a.m. because I had to tear down the arena and all that stuff. So. uh I was looking through my phone counting just to see how many phone calls I had. I had over 200 phone calls in a day from Jeez. that rodeo. Well, look, man, your first time back in the arena, all right, it's coming up. Yep. You got jitters. The only thing I ask from you is to put a garbage can lid on your butt 
and keep it there all night. I've got I've got a new <laughs> pair of padded shorts. Good, so, good. Uh, and, do, they, and, can, do they have armor? I'd put, well, some armor I'd put on something there. on there that says "Do not enter." Yeah, so uh, <laughs> that's what I would. My I'd private property. Yes, please. My, my baggies. So that's the suspenders and its pants, and the middle's cut out of them. So I'm making a pair of baggies, and I'm gonna draw me a big target right on the butt. <laughs> I, don't, I wouldn't. I don't. I, don't entice a man. You, so, your butt just 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 can't handle anymore, man. Uh, oh man, so we're ready. We're ready, definitely, to get back. Um, it's always nerve wracking, you know to get back the first time but like i said earlier the best thing to do is for me anyways we're gonna have some practice pins before then but uh best thing for me is just get out there and let one run me over just to get the jitters out so (laughs) that gets me every time he says it man (laughs) you just cringe i see you over there i'll be like why don't we just watch a rodeo and get the blood flowing besides letting one run over you to just test it out would you be one of those guys, where is it, over in Spain, where they, like, let the bulls run down the street? Would you be one of those guys? Definitely not, because those, those guys over there doing that running with the bulls, yeah. they don't tip those bulls. These bulls got sharp points. Uh, so if they hit you, it's like you're going to be a shish kebab. I mean, oh, you're gonna, gosh. It's going to go right through you. So, yeah. uh, no, I definitely wouldn't do any running with the bulls in Spain. They're, those guys are a different breed. He has his limits, j yeah, he has yeah. his limits. Yeah, right. definitely not going to Spain. All right, so guys. tell everybody once again when the event is. Uh, it's September 10th. You know, uh, the gates will open. Gates will open around 4 o'clock. Uh, we'll start taking uh, taking kids' sign-ups uh, for the mutton busting about 4.45 to 5.45, and then we'll start the mutton busting before the actual show starts. So, uh, about six o'clock, we will start rolling on with the mutton busters. That way, you know, we want the kids to be able to get there, have their fun riding the sheep, but we also want them to be able to watch the bull riding too, and oh, not yeah. have parents, you know, scattered out, freaking out, whatever. So uh, we want y'all to get there and get to watch your kid, but also we want y'all to see the show as well. Cool. All right, that's uh, one twenty-four Sunset Drive, Campbellsville. That is the uh, Taylor County Fairgrounds, right there on Broadway. As you come into. Uh, Campbellsville, Kentucky. If you're coming from Louisville, Lexington, that type of area, you come right in there. It's uh, uh, again, I was impressed. I, I didn't get to make it to the Greensburg show, but man, the video and 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 some of the things that I saw, I, I was I was quite impressed. Oh man, you're doing big things. Proud of you, buddy. Thank y'all. Appreciate it. We're trying, you know, with the, with each, each event, we're trying to get better and get a bigger crowd. You know, we had around a thousand adults tickets, so this time we're shooting. We're gonna to try to double that. We hope we can sell two thousand adult tickets at this at this show. You gonna sell any shirts? You got any shirts made? Yeah, yeah, I got some top tier ranch shirts. Uh, I got nice. the merch on right now. Actually, yep. uh, yeah. I have to get you guys. You yeah, know, let me know. Heck, size yeah. Yeah, yeah, just a couple larges, man. Yeah. We're good to go. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. These, um, they're comfort colors, so they're they're good material. And um, there's another thing we got to thank him for is some of the decor in our other room. Here, Absolutely, man. we we failed to mention that. I know. We get compliments every time we. have have a guest come into the studio uh you hooked us up with a great beautiful bobcat a kentucky true bobcat and we appreciate that uh it's in our in our welcoming room uh is there a story on that bobcat yeah uh so actually me and jimbo's son patrick Uh oh we we decided we was like man let's go let's go coyote hunting it was freezing that day i remember it was so cold so we're sitting up here in this box stand well we get to the box stand there's only one chair and uh, true older cousin fashion, I told Patrick, I'm getting the chair. So Patrick's sitting beside of me, and uh, we're sitting there. We're calling. 
I look over. Patrick Patrick's about to fall asleep on me. He just he, like daddy. Yeah, he's yeah. in and out, about yeah. to fall asleep on me. And I told him, I said, "Hey, there's one." And I mean, you've never seen a kid's eyes get so big. He said, mm. "What? What? What?" He jumps up, and we're looking. I'm like, Shh, "There's a bobcat right here to our right." Where? 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 <laughs> trying to look over top of me and see him. Finally, Patrick seen him, and this thing, I mean, it's down low. It's crawling on its belly, trying to get up there and get to our decoys. We had a fake little rabbit that kind of flops around, you know, makes some movement. And, I mean, this thing came in there so fast. Like, I didn't even realize it until it was right here on top of us. And, uh, anyways, I shot it, and I barely hit it because about the time I went to shoot it, I think, was about the time it was getting ready to pounce. Well, I hit it right in the top of the back, and thankfully Chuck Cecil, he uh, he saved it because I blew a great big hole in the top of that thing I didn't think he was going to save. But uh, you can't even That's tell. cool, man. It looks great. Yeah, yeah, he, did, yeah. he did a great job. You know, some bobcat mounts come off looking kind of funky. Uh, right. But he done he done an amazing job on that one. Uh, I think he gets up in the middle of the night and runs around the studio. That's how it, he does. Real, I mean, it's ready he to does. go. Yeah. Well, listen, we, it, it, it's got a, a home here at Two Shots as long as uh, you want to allow it to be here. And uh, we know it won't be forever, but uh, it'll be well taken care of. I appreciate you guys giving him a home because he was just sitting up inside <laughs> the barn collecting dust and he, he needed somewhere to go. So yeah. I appreciate it. It's awesome, man. Good stuff. Well, man, uh, you, you know, we're big fans here on Two Shots. You know that. We're going to get the word out for you. Uh, we're, we'll send it to you. Share it to to everybody, big crowd over at Tatter County Fairgrounds, September tenth for sure. Let's let's help Big Wheel out on this one. Let's yeah. let's go over the top and especially not just for Big Wheel, but for the FFA kiddos. Yeah, we got to help them out, man. I was an FFA kid myself, and I, I cannot see that. And uh, <laughs> and uh, man, I, what kind of farm did you run in? Absolutely and, nothing. I did absolutely nothing. My teacher grew everything for me, so I mean, <laughs> it was it was excellent uh, gig to have, but. It's just an excellent program, and yeah, good for sure. kudos for you to picking those guys. Yeah, yeah, it's you know the FFA is definitely helps out the like it says future farmers of America. Uh, so those guys are, I'm telling you, some of the some of the most uh, boy, I don't know, uh, just polished young men and women yes. I have seen are people that are in FFA. Yes. Yeah. Do they still wear the the uh, corduroy jackets? I think, yeah. I, I think yeah, so. Blue, blue yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, those are good. Yeah, man, uh, you need to get Sabo over there for that we'll one. Try, I, th- I think he, I think he would enjoy that. But brother, uh, it's good to have you, man. We, yeah, you I know, appreciate you we, we appreciate you coming in. We're going to get the word out for you, and uh, best wishes on a great show on September tenth. Thank you. I Just stay safe, man. Yeah, please. I got to live. I got to live with your aunt. You got to remember that. <laughs> I won't be in the in the arena uh, when any bulls are in there on September. Thank 10th, you. So I won't be fighting it. Both both of the guys that I like fighting bulls with, um, they'll be there. So uh, they'll put on a show for you guys. Good. good Bullfighters. The two bullfighters that will be there that night are going to be something to watch. So yeah, y'all, awesome. It, it's, it's definitely going to be one y'all don't want to miss. Right. Good stuff. Well, it's been a great show. Appreciate you again, Will Farmer. I uh, want to remind you again, uh, Kentucky Bourbon Festival, mm-hmm. September 16th through the 18th. The Bow Brothers will be there. Get your tickets. Get them now. Stop by the, our booth. Uh, say hello. We'll be doing a lot of Facebook Lives on our Two yes. Shots on a Barrel fan uh, page, so make sure you click like on that. TikToks. Uh, man, yeah. we're going to TikTok it to death. Uh, kudos to Jim Brady, who is one of the best photographers, videographers in the business. He's going to be there with us. Uh, 
Uh, Daniel Shortridge has got it set up. So make sure you stop by and say hello. And, and again, it's in the bourbon capital of the world, Bardstown, Kentucky. And can't not wait to see each and every one of you. That'd be awesome. All right. Uh, I'm Jimbo. Are you? I'm yes. Jaybo. All right. So long, everybody. See you next time on Two Shots on a Barrel.